0: Bowl, 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 bowl,
1: Ridiculous fit of laughter. Hello. What's up? We're back. We're back. Hello. We're not talking about Mass Effect for the first time.
0: Hello. I know. <laughs> alright. Yeah. Amy friends. Oh to get no, that.
1: no, no. it's alright, I had get. to get that out. All get right. that out. It's, it's not out.
0: That like we're like not excited because we're thrilled to be talking about anthem. <laughs> Right? Yeah, that's you the right
1: word. Um. So we. Talked, I so, so, am. So wait. Let's, okay. let's introduce ourselves. Well, yeah. That's yeah.
0: I'm Calamity XT Jane, locally known as Nan. <laughs> 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 I've been waiting to say that. <laughs> oh, I started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there um, we go. I'm silly. Lo- I'm
1: Love colloquially known as Love Caleb. Caleb. Please. Yay. And it's Brock Jens, but you know that it's episode. Oh God.
0: Oh, it's the next to last. How's that? Five? Episode next to last.
1: Six. six. Hold on. Wait. I have the episodes Okay. in my phone. And but... this is good audio for everybody listening because we're talking about stuff. And I'm going to just... This is episode six. Okay, we're in, we're in six. It's episode sh- six.
0: Because it's a seasonal thing that we're trying to do. We're trying to go by studio and grouping games together that yeah. make logical sense. So we... Had to stick this one in here because
1: <laughs> got to do something with it. You can't hear the pain in our voices. Um, so we did no, the this season's about Bioware, right? And the Bioware games that we've played because you'll notice we haven't talked about any Dragon Age games at all because I didn't play them. I don't know if you played Dragon Age Inquisition at all, but I did not. Nope, never did. But they gave about an hour and a half and was like, "This is pretty but stupid." Um... foreshadowing Um, and so the last episode of the Bioware portion of this season because we we have a special thing for you next episode Um, yeah the last episode of the Bioware portion is going to focus on Anthem Right. And I don't know how to talk about Anthem. Because if you listen to the previous episodes, it was us essentially recording our love letters to one of our favorite series ever. Mm -hmm. And then Bioware was like, but we're going to do something new and it's going to feel like Mass Effect's combat, but the story is going to be told to you differently and trust us it's gonna be awesome (laughs) and
0: and after coming being brought down so finally by andromeda you know not not getting the the mass effect pump that we wanted to we're going okay can't wait for anthem anthem's gonna do it anthem's gonna restore our faith in bioware and we're going to love eat and guess what we did not love it. Nobody loved it. No. So,
1: it's weird, right? So, Anthem's this game that takes place on this planet called... Pan. Is it called Pandora? I hope not. It might be. I have no idea. I think it's called Pandora. Pandorum, or something like that. How do I not know this? All right. Anthem mm-hmm. takes What's...
0: place And in... See, if this had been Mass Effect, we would have been able to just rattle everything right off the tip of our tongue, because we played it multiple times what while you're doodling uh what makes a what you listeners what draws you into a game what makes it worth your time is it characters is it story is it combat it what is it is it a combination of those or more um what makes it you, worthwhile gonna, for? Gonna me? Gonna I'm going to answer it. Yeah, oh, okay. what makes it worthwhile for me is uh, character development, which is kind of true about the books that I read and the movies that I get invested. in. Yeah. I can I can watch a show and go, oh, okay, that was fun. But to get invested in a series and come back again for you know months and months and months to uh,
1: or years for those or, of you who just finished Game of Thrones,
0: right? Which so it's got to be character development for me. So sure, sure. I'm I'm. Waiting for that thrill again of one game that's going to suck me in and make me care about the characters as much as as Bass Effect, and that's unrealistic.
1: I don't that think is... it's unrealistic. Um, God I'll... Award did that for me. Okay. okay. Um, and um, I didn't play that one. I wish I had Horizon Zero Dawn did that for me. Maybe not to the same level of character development because it's less of. But there's game like the Uncharted games. You haven't played all those yourself. No. Oh, that should be the next thing you do. But I don't have a PlayStation. Um, Yeah, well, that could be arranged. Yeah, Um, well, okay. No, like. As soon as
0: this game gets, I mean, this show gets profitable, I can buy a PlayStation.
1: So send in your. All right, so we'll just never do that. So (laughs)
0: send in your game bucks now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Send in your game bucks.
0: Game bucks. (laughs) That's the that's our currency on Progen. Your game bucks.
1: Uh. So no, there's we we need to figure that out because those mm-hmm. games are incredible. Um, mm-hmm. So no, that character development exists.
0: What's but most that's important not, but to that's you? Not what we're... What's most important to you? These are all asides because we're we're stalling. Not wanting to talk about. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> um, I don't know what's most important to me because I, I have different I have different desires for for the games that I play. Um, I uh, I uh, like most of the time that I play it's because I'm in a specific mood right so I play Rocket League no character development that's all mechanical um, fluidity right it's how fun it is to do a thing that's why I played Destiny for so long and we'll talk about that next season at length I'm sure but Destiny was made by the guys who made Halo and Halo makes good first person shooters Mm -hmm. there's nothing about running around and shooting in Destiny that isn't perfect it feels great it looks great it sounds great um yeah, I'll agree with that. And so like sometimes it's mechanical fluidity like Rocket League or for the last few months I played either Destiny game those games because I wasn't playing them because I actually liked the story. I was playing it because they were fun. Mm-hmm. Um but then it also comes down like if it's if it's a story game, it's definitely a story. Um and that story can be character, it can also be Well, like, what story do you have if you don't have character? It's hard to say that character is the most important part of a story when, like... I'm I'm never going to buy something solely for its setting if it's got bad characters. That's not true. If it's cyberpunk, I'll probably buy it. But, like...
0: You know and I, mean? I have other things that I'm interested in, but I mean... I guess Dialogue that's... is big. Dialogue, yeah.
1: Dialogue is big for me, and that's that comes in in movies more than it comes in in games. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm a huge Aaron Sorkin nut, and so if I can watch Moneyball's social network and newsroom nonstop, if I could just have an IV <laughs> of Aaron Sorkin's word juice pumping into my veins, uh, that would be awesome, but
0: vivid picture you just painted there. <laughs> yeah, well, wow he's mainlining
1: <laughs> yeah um so the i think the issue we ran into with with anthem and this isn't completely sidetracking i think it makes a lot of sense okay. is bioware is known for a thing right and i guess to sidetrack one more time before i dive into the point uh dice is known for a thing battlefield games are known for a thing And when Battlefield Hardline came out, it was an an alteration to that formula where they were like, we're not going to do wars and big armies and tanks and helicopters and jets. It's going to be cops and robbers. Which, like, at first, you're like, yeah, I played cops and robbers with my buddies when I was a kid all the time. It's going to be awesome. But when you got into it, you realized it changed the core formula of what Battlefield was. The buildings weren't destructible anymore. There weren't tanks. There weren't jets. There weren't rocket launchers. And you were like, this is like Battlefield, but less. Mm -hmm. And nobody wants less of the thing they got, unless you're a fan of Elder Scrolls and you really wanted to play Skyrim with one friend and not thousands of people in an MMO. Um, So to now bring my belabored point home, Yes. Bioware was known for character development and relationships and story paired with really unique and fun combat and gameplay. And... Anthem from the outset looked like it was going to nail that latter part. Mm -hmm. Combat was going to be different, Uh, something like we hadn't seen, and you're going to be able to fly around in a mech suit. And that sounded everybody everybody wanted to be Iron Man. Yeah, Um, exactly. And uh, the story part to me, I don't know if it was different for you, but when they were talking about the story and the months leading up to, and even the days leading up to the release. I always felt like something was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, they said there were no relationships. That's huge. And I know you. we've talked about it. You yeah. didn't really do any of the relationship stuff in the Mass Effect games. But like that was a big part for a lot of people. Yeah. Being able to like find somebody that you jive with enough that you want to like create a relationship through these animated characters. Sorry, you guys can't see this, but I got something in my right eye. And it's, hey. it's probably allergies, but it's very itchy. Yeah. And I'm not... Ooh anyway. He's
0: not tracking. Okay. Yeah. Um
1: but that's what they were known for, right? Yeah. And so Anthem comes out. It's gameplay's fun, but shallow.
0: Shallow. So are the conversations. Can I just and... jump in real quick on that? Oh no, absolutely.
1: I've been talking for yeah. far too long. Please well, shut me up.
0: okay, so my very first automatic impression was the conversation seemed really shallow too. Um Uh kitschy <laughs> almost like too cool like I'm a you know I'm a freelancer and I'm hip oh, and I'm cool man. and we've got the yeah. we got the the kind of jargon and I don't know and it was distracting and when we were the limited time that I played while we were supposed to be communicating with your teammates there's this constant barrage of chit-chat of the game uh
1: story by radio show the
0: AI talking to the to the uh freelancer to the base to the this and then it's just like shut up are we supposed to communicate or what i don't even know what i'm There's supposed to be doing literally
1: nothing worse than a co-op game that requires communication deciding to give you a story through radio show in yes. the middle of a mission
0: yes and it was so
1: because you're like they obviously aren't saying anything important because i'm not paying attention right not a bit <laughs> problem, it's very with anthem, problem with anthem is most of the time they were trying to say something important
0: uh, maybe I needed to be listening, but I couldn't. Nobody okay. Could. Anyway, to. yeah. So you can you could <clears throat> start because you got the game on day one and you plunged in and you played it
1: quite 30, a bit. 30, 40, 50 yes. hours, maybe. Yes. Well, you, so play, I, you
0: played the ten hour uh, demo, and then you. Then I didn't
1: you, actually. I played the ten hour demo for about fifteen twenty minutes, and then you bought the game, and then. I already had the game pre-ordered, yeah. Okay. Yes. I, I game share That's why I'm not so beefy about this game. is because I didn't pay for it. Uh-huh. Someone else did. But I want to comment on something that you brought up a second ago about the dialogue feeling too hoity-toity, for lack of a better term. Uh, there's definitely a better term. I just couldn't think of it. Um, and to, like, there was a conversation we a word, had where you a... and Ben were talking about how why do all these people seem happy? And it's the end of the world.
0: That was Ben's comment, not mine.
1: It's and it's such a miscommunication. Yeah, because that's not it's not the end of the world in that game. Like it's people are leaving Fort Tarsus, yes, but there are other forts, mm-hmm. and Fort Tarsus is losing people because like there's no business. Right.
0: Now, Ben's misunderstanding. Yeah, he didn't and play I think through.
1: that's important to point yeah. out because mm-hmm. like you shouldn't have to play through something to understand what's going on. You yeah. You should be able to get that pretty early. Yeah. Um. So.
0: So Ben played through the 10-hour demo, and so did I. Neither one Mm -hmm. of us bought the game. So our understanding is rather limited. But when you invest 8 or 9 or 10 hours in a game and you don't want to go any further, that's pretty condemning.
1: Yeah, it's just strange. Usually you
0: just cannot wait.
1: The first 8 to 10 hours of Anthem is infinitely more exciting than the first 8 to 10 hours of Warframe. Mm Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Warframe kept you guys, and Anthem didn't. And that's, I don't mean for that to be a condemnation or an indictment um, in any way, but can, like the difference... Can I
0: reply? Can I respond?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: Okay, because for those of you who don't know, there's a family schism. <laughs>
1: oh my God. <laughs> we have this a is why ripped. I'm writing an article about why it's okay to bounce off of games, because we you make me ripped. feel so bad for not liking <laughs> Warframe.
0: No, okay. This, this program is about family dynamics. One of the thing is that Ben well, and I... Really, Let really
1: poop on you for not letting... Like, go ahead.
0: We got sucked into Warframe. And I'll tell you exactly why I did. From day one, I was able to be successful at the combat. Whereas mm-hmm. so many other games, I've had to work so hard to level up my yeah, sure. weapons. Do this, do that, that. And it was so immediately satisfying. It starts you out on such a baby level. And I even brought my sister into the game just visiting here sit down here's a headset here's a controller go for it and within minutes she was she was being a you know a badass you know combat pro it's just it scales you up so gradually yeah the story is dense years and years and years of story you've got to get caught up on and (laughs) i haven't even begun to scratch the surface but it was just (laughs) gratuitous so that's all I'm uh, going to say
1: about Warframe right now. I'm on such the opposite end of that. The story is not dense until like the 40 hour mark.
0: It, well, i, I played that
1: game for so much. I don't and, think the story no is crafted. Story.
0: I don't think it's the, the story maybe I was referring to as process. Seven, six years this game has been uh, since its release. I think it's like and, seven now. Yeah, yeah. And, and so there are... Layers and layers and years and years and yeah. years upon which they have built. So imagine if you had started it six years ago, and you had grown up with the game, um, you have that much to learn. So I'm trying to give myself permission to go at it as if all that <laughs> stuff hadn't been revealed yet. I
1: feel like we always bring up the same things. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's the that's the problem with that game for me. Mm-hmm. I I understand that you've been iterating on it for seven years, but you don't walk into. Uh, Uh, an art show, and look at all seven stages of a single painting. You paint on top of what you start with. And for some reason, it feels like Warframe has been... (laughs) The metaphor doesn't work, but like it feels like Warframe started and then just kept going forward without realizing that everyone who starts their game is going to have to start back where they started, and the game is made better by the stuff that happens later... Despite the fact that they don't bring the stuff that happens later into the beginning.
0: That's absolutely true.
1: Uh, and that bothers the hell out of me. Because that's what Ben's argument is all the time. Is mm-hmm. that, like, they've been making it for seven years. So it gets better. And I'm like, it's not it's not a it's not a set of train tracks. Mm-hmm. You can very easily go back and put the new stuff, boom, yeah. right there. And now they're actually doing that.
0: Yes, they are now. And,
1: like, that's fine. <laughs> but I lost interest. You lost the interest. And, but, okay. the, but the reason okay. I brought that up, though, okay. is that that game is so much harder to get into than, than Anthem. Mm-hmm. And yes And you ricocheted off of Anthem. No, but, no, can but I... You, but you dedicated the time to get through the slog of Warframe until you enjoyed it. What? You know why? No, I don't. That's why I'm asking.
0: Companionship. Okay, so... Did you play Anthem with anybody? Well, that's the problem. I played. Through, no. I, I played through the tutorial... And then I jumped on and everybody that had already played 10, 15, 20 hours was like so far ahead of me and this will discourage me and, you know, as yeah. an older person, slower reflexes and, you know, visually being overstimulated by a game and I was not able to interpret. So I would join a squad would be with me and Ben and and Mosho and somebody else and, or, you know, or matchmaking with, mm-hmm. with randos and we would, they would jump into it and they'd be like, so far gone, I couldn't even find them, and they would have yeah. met the objective. Oh yeah, the game is
1: terrible about people sprinting forward. Yeah, so objective. they, so
0: I lagged so far behind, so I only played.
1: Um, so you didn't play with people that were trying to go through it together.
0: No, and so okay. I then I wouldn't then I so then getting on by myself and get and going through the rest of the introduction. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna match make with someone and and have the humiliation of them running through and and speeding through this level and killing everybody and yeah. me being back at the beginning going where's everybody yeah come on guys yeah, and see that, that sucks uh, to me because, so that's like, why I lost interest
1: that's why I wanted to play with you for so long because I was like it's here's the thing I, I will take the defensive side of a game in most cases uh, until I I'm really really given a reason not to yeah, I know you do. Uh, and I don't mean to come into this to make people think that I am going to defend Anthem because I'm not um it let me down pretty severely, but the the level, uh, or the level, the amount of time it took people to just go, nope, uh, was weird to me because like hmm. it's a Bioware game, and even if it's a different Bioware game, like they're never easy reads. They always take a little bit of work to get into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so getting into that level of work with Anthem was fun for me still because I was excited for what was coming next. And where I fell off is when next never happened. Yeah. Um, still hasn't happened. And we can talk about that in a little bit. But
0: Yeah, that's a really important thing we need to come back to. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
1: so like the immediate write-off of a game because it's not great at launch is a weird phenomenon for me that, is, that continues. I because hate that. So many games now are iterative processes. And like do you, I um, don't understand the idea that there are, that the game that game culture has glommed onto this. <laughs> I'm indicting like an entire group of people right now, but it, I don't like this idea that game culture has or gamer culture has glommed onto that's like Oh, I remember when games used to come out and they were finished. Uh, <laughs> like that also meant that if a game came out with a bug, you were stuck with it forever. Yeah,
0: yeah, like it or lump it.
1: And so, like, there's not, yeah. there's not, it's not, it like that. Ugh, ugh, it doesn't work. Like, okay. there, there are games that are gonna come out that are fractured, and those aren't any good. And Anthem didn't come out fractured; it came out broken, which is different. Like, it's not segmented. It didn't come out like, here's a portion, pay full price, we'll give you the rest later. It was like. Here's our game, and you don't have to pay for anything later. It's all free. Mm -hmm. It was just broken. And people were like, broken shit, gotta quit. Like, no, that's not... Like, it needs people to play it and figure out why it's broken and talk about it Mm -hmm. because it's a game that's meant to develop over time.
0: Was the studio listening, though?
1: Yeah, they were super, super quick to, like, listen and comment mm -hmm. and and put out fixes. Now, Mm -hmm. the bigger problem there was that some of their fixes made things worse. Uh, and that could be argued as a result of a company who's never made a live service game like Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, or, but that's not entirely true because the director for the game was the guy who did Star Wars Old Republic, which is an MMO, which is a live service game. It's weird. And so all of that, I guess, comes to the... the so this game came out in, uh, in February, February 26th. And then on April 2nd... Yeah, it came out in February, dude. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And then on April 2nd, Kotaku released the article, Where Anthem Went Wrong. Hey, everybody. It's Caleb, one of your hosts. And I wanted to take a quick moment to step outside of the episode so that we could talk about our sponsor, this season of procedural generations is sponsored by illustrious vision are you in the need of a professional graphic designer but don't want to go to an expensive agency and you don't trust your friend to execute your vision then hire illustrious to create and execute your design with over 10 years of experience illustrious has designed everything from flyers logos restaurant branding consumer products billboards vehicle wraps and more not only do they have a professional touch but a creative and fun approach to their graphics If this sounds like something you would be interested in, call 314-517-1005 to get a free quote or visit www.illustriousvisions.com today. One more time, that's 314-517-1005 to get a free quote or visit www.illustriousvisions.com today. And that's all the time I'm going to take up. Enjoy the rest of the episode, and thanks so much for listening
0: man that's so recent
1: it was only a month and a half ago yeah
0: Yeah, it's crazy so So... Anthem
1: comes out and (laughs) to I wouldn't even say mixed reviews to mostly lukewarm tepid wishy-washy reviews of just like uh, there was a bug that that meant the first assault rifle you got did as much damage as one of the masterwork assault rifles there was the realization that if you played on hard, you got as much loot as when you played Grandmaster three, which was four levels of difficulty higher. Whoa! Uh, there were bugs that let people steal your loot. There were bugs that made no loot drop. It was just, hmm. it was just mired in its own filth for a long time. <laughs> and <laughs> that's, uh, that's a graphic image too. <laughs> And so then Jason Schreier at Kotaku puts out this article on the 2nd. It's 8,000 words. Hmm. That is a...
0: Apologetic.
1: A linear deconstruction. <laughs> a linear deconstruction of the process that oh. went into making Anthem. And how it's a miracle we even got a game. Though some would definitely argue that... <laughs> we did Did we get a game? <laughs> um... And yeah, I don't want to like. Yeah, I've been talking a lot. I don't want to uh, go into it too much in depth, but like that was where we all quit,
0: right? And of course, I I didn't and even you get through you hadn't even gotten I, there. Yeah, in fact, I probably didn't even finish the intro of the um
1: the, the ten hour the, preview
0: the, the beta or whatever it's called. Yeah, the demo. I probably got to about nine hours. Um, but can I just tell you that um the first time I my character jumped into one of those uh, javelins. I said out loud, "I can see this becoming totally addicting." Just the the they're visual like climbing representation. Climbing in and like, "Oh, oh everything yeah, yeah, closing, and turning on." And yeah, so you're so you so your the game actually kind of you know first person shows you getting in the suit and everything conforms to I you grabbing like these like handles yeah. and kicking
1: your legs up and sliding them into yeah.
0: The, It drops you into the arena and then you and then you you launch and you whatever now so mechanically i didn't play it enough to get very proficient so when i would go back mm-hmm. a few weeks later i kind of would have forgotten since i didn't play it repetitively kind of forgotten what the mechanic was and yeah. i'd be having to remind or relearn but i was frustrated with the fry, flying <laughs> yeah it's not a cooking game it's a flying game um <laughs> Um, and I was hoping that if you played it long enough, you wouldn't overheat. Um, you know, by soaring for longer than thirty that seconds. Mechanic
1: makes no sense. Oh to,
0: my gosh! Why you would can, you create a product? Here you
1: can fly, but you can only do it for so thirty long. seconds, and then I mean, you burn I mean, that's probably up. a balance they wanted to put in, so that like,
0: Oh, all I wanted to do. No, Nope, was I fly. can't find
1: a reason for it. It's dumb. Yeah, no, um,
0: <laughs> they created this this. Fabulous mechanical oh, the... exosuit and you can only like jump up in the air and soar for you know a little bit climb a little bit and then you have to fall to the ground and get wet before you can come back up again and not be overheated
1: the mechanic is incredible the flying mechanic yeah uh, and there's there's a tweet thread I found yeah right after the game came out where a guy dissected like when you when you're running around you're in the center of the screen or you're in the off left of the screen looking over your character's right shoulder hmm And when you jump, you stay on that side. And when you click in your boosters, the explosion from the boosters turning on is big and violent and covers literally two-thirds of the screen with smoke. Mm -hmm. And by the time that smoke clears in the fraction of a moment, your javelin is so far away because of its burst, Mm -hmm. the camera has to catch back up. And in the process of catching back up, it centers over your character instead of being off to the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And that transition is so good. And then also just... It's so good. Every time it's like jump, boom, and you just launch into flying and it feels incredible. And you
0: did mention to me, you know, before I'd gotten into much gameplay, how much you loved the, like the aileron effect of your arms and your feet when you're flying because you yeah. are observing your character second yeah, or yeah. third person then and so they're, it's like they're like actively stabilizing yeah so that your character is going yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> think the scene when Iron Man first picks up yeah. picks himself up off the floor and he's like oh yeah. trying to keep Oops. himself balanced um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah like very that. much like that but like you um, roll and your character's like limbs like flop around and then re-stabilize yes. it's animated really well yes it is um, and I would even say that like the combat Dynamics, the movement, the 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 whole juxtaposition, the whole juxtaposition of like abilities and action and things going on. That's fun too. The problem is that like the synchronicity of those abilities is just it's out the window.
0: So what are we gonna do with this knowledge? What are we gonna do with Anthem? Um, are we going to play some more? Are, would you ever go back to it again? You have so many oh, games man. as a writer that you have to play that... Uh, will you ever go back?
1: I mean, I'll have to. Yeah. I mean, I want to. That's the thing is like... Well, that says a lot. Well, here's the thing. So I pulled this up before we started talking. Uh-huh. Anthem had this this framework it was built into that was going to have more content coming out and right. coming out and coming out. It came out in February and uh-huh. we've got nothing. Yeah. Uh, and people are worried, honestly, that like we're not going to get some of that stuff. But
0: has, the, has the studio abandoned it?
1: No, EA and Bioware have both reaffirmed their support of Anthem. It's just we haven't heard anything about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. So there's a good chance that they're going through a huge update to fix all of these things to the best that they can. But what that means is that we were supposed to get a catac- excuse me, a cataclysm event in May. Okay. And it's the end of May.
0: Well, what, what do these cataclysm events have to no do idea. with the story? Okay, we don't know because... I don't oh, know. so
1: the cataclysm is a thing that happens when... the uh, Oof. So, well, why don't we tell you about Anthem? Okay. Um, you're on a planet that was uh, abandoned. Your gods abandoned you. And they left their tools called Shaper Relics. Mm-hmm. They're the Shaper Gods. They left their tools, the relics, on the planet. And those tools harness a power called the anthem of creation, and the anthem of creation allows all creation, whether that is destructive, constructive, reconstructive, uh, erasive, like all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's and oh god, <laughs> what Are you, is it exhausting there's, to you?
0: It's to
1: exhausting because there's. So many cool things in this game that just aren't talked about. Like, the scabs are collections of bugs. And there's lore you find that tells you that when people first landed on this planet, the scabs were giant whale-sized worms moving around the earth. And then they took on the form of the most dominant species. Mm -hmm. So now they look like people. But they're colonies of bugs no, you would never know that if someone didn't read a little data log that needs to be a story beat that. the other thing <laughs>
0: that's in one of those little lore things that yes. you up? oh good heavens that's sort of intrinsic isn't yes,
1: it yes and even worse <laughs> because you don't know what the fuck the Anthem of Creation does one of these little lore dumps says or it's like a conversation an offhanded mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. where someone's like well what a, why is the Anthem of Creation like that big a deal And the person's like, imagine tomorrow you wake up as a Dominion soldier. But you don't know you just woke up as a Dominion soldier. You've always been a Dominion soldier. So the Anthem of Creation has the ability to rewrite history and time completely oh,
0: no. so that see, you could wake
1: up the next day a soldier in an enemy faction and have no recollection of what you were before.
0: Was the game going to do that mechanically to you as a... Who knows? Who knows? Maybe that would be kind of interesting. That would be really cool to yes. see
1: someone start using it and start All of a sudden. fracturing reality mm-hmm. and then you have to fix it. What did you, um, think,
0: what did you think about the demo, the, the first playthrough? I was so baffled. We, so the, it was, the demo
1: was the game
0: I know, but it was just so baffling that first level that you played through. yeah where you' flying this to... is my point yeah <laughs> the whole game
1: was like yo, where's the story It
0: didn't even feel like a demo no. Well it wasn't a
1: demo it okay. wasn't a demo okay and that's the thing that I think EA access is bad about okay because it's not it's not a demo. you Thanks. didn't get a 10 hour just demo a first you got act no, not even that yeah they just turned on access to the game for 10 hours of play time okay. So what do you call that? (laughs) It's just a preview.
0: A preview, okay. Yeah, so
1: because demos are like tailored experiences. Yes, you you run and you jump here and you a a
0: b b here. The 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 the
1: the term people love to use is a vertical slice. Mm -hmm. So you take like, you know, your whole game and you take a vertical slice where it's like this is just Mm -hmm. there's you don't know anything before it you don't know anything after it it's just a small period of time to give you a good idea of all of the things.
0: But if you master what we give you, then you'll be able to move forward backwards in the
1: story and and, not even that not even that demos are just movie trailers Mm -hmm. but you get to play them it's like this is what you'll feel like later and this is an idea of what the story is going on right and in some demos you come across that section of the game when you play through it in full Mm -hmm. you go oh this is where the demo was in other demo in other games the demo is entirely tailored outside of the game completely because games change as they're being made
0: I like games that insert little sections of demo as you go. You, they give you one and you play a chapter, and then they give you another one. It, f- it feels like you're moving forward through the game, but it's tutorial and then gameplay and then tutorial. Oh, tutorial and game. demo are very different. Yeah, that's maybe what I meant to say. Yeah, you meant tutorial. Yeah, yes, yes, I meant. yes, yes, tutorial. So, no, so
1: demo is yeah, literally yeah, just yeah. a movie trailer. Yeah.
0: Um. Uh, so it wasn't a tutorial. It was just you just got plunked. Into the game, and you were in that cavern, and you were having to pick up. That's
1: how the game starts.
0: I know it was really, it was really.
1: It's not even. That's the thing. Like it feels like you solo, got. That was solo though.
0: That was you can't play like that. It feels like you got
1: plunked down, but that's mm-hmm. just how the game starts. Yeah, the okay. game starts with a cataclysm, which mm-hmm. is what they're supposed to bring in May. That like the, oh, a bunch that felt very cataclysmic. Yeah, you're in the cataclysm in the <laughs> beginning, um, and like Aww. giant titans and like forces of nature getting yeah all mixed, are all riled up and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's the first cataclysm.
0: Okay. Oh, now that makes sense. Oh, okay. So, don't you think uh, it should have
1: made sense in the game?
0: Yeah, it (laughs) should have. But let me ask you, since, since we've had a lot of conversations about this, what is your feeling about tutorials? Since we're,
1: Oh, tutorials are essential, but they're very important. But, and many games do them very badly. mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Anthem was not good. Warframe is appalling. Um, we just talked about Surviving Mars, mm-hmm. the game I'm playing. That's literally got a tutorial that's eight to nine chapters long. It takes about an hour and a half to get done. <laughs> so when I hit play on the actual game, I was like, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And there was very little left up to question.
0: And that's kind of interesting because you're very um, uh, proficient at picking up and running.
1: And Sure. Like the tutorial, the, necessary, the necessity mm-hmm. of a tutorial for Destiny 3. Is gonna be severely different than the tutorialization needed for mm-hmm. a game like Surviving Mars where I have to learn how to run a city. Right. Um because all those that games have sense. different mechanics. Like yeah. Halo doesn't need to tutorialize me on very much. Right. Um but games like Warframe and Anthem and Destiny, especially initially like Destiny not anymore, right? Because right. we're two games in. Right. Four or five, ooh, six years into Destiny. Um that's stunning to think about. I know. Um, Amazing. But like those games need some kind of, here's what we have planned for you. <laughs> and here's how you get the best experience. Because so many people, including yourself, ran into things in Anthem that you probably shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Because the game wanted you to do something else, but didn't tell you. Right. Um,
0: well, a- yeah. a- anyway, so... Alright, so I I played through the introduction and then I joined up with several players and I played several hours and then I stopped cold and took up something else and came back weeks later and I played for another two or three hours on my own Mm -hmm. and that's been my total experience. And there isn't anything about that game that makes me want to, unless I could get together with you, get a good squad, and it's really hard because like you said, it's really hard to get people to agree on games anymore. And
1: uh, it's just because <laughs>
0: we are becoming such a um self satisfied No, I I
1: I I don't know what I'm trying like, to say. I feel like that's too cruel. Because our, our friends aren't self satisfactory. They're not, no, s- they're I'm, not no, being no, they're just, not being no. selfish. What it is is like
0: us as a culture. Us as a culture, game consumption <laughs> is yeah. All about me getting my gratification right now. And if I don't get exactly what I want, then I'm going to, I'm gonna, like you say, hop off and get something else.
1: Well, hold on. That doesn't sound like a bad thing. Okay. Nobody, nobody goes to eat and starts eating what they don't like and finishes it and sticks it out. They go, no, this is, uh-uh, I don't mm-hmm. want this. Mm-hmm. And they leave. Or they order something else. It's, it's... Or they complain. Or they complain. And when you think about games, you're spending $60, mm-hmm. which is no small amount of money for many people, yep. to play something. And if you don't like it, this is why I don't play Warframe anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? It's just, I tried, and I tried, and I tried, and I just couldn't. Yeah. It never really jived for me. Okay, I never so, really lined up So we're going to have to
0: retitle this episode... <laughs> no I mean, it's
1: it's it's a good. I mean, it's just. It's no, just, we're just talking about games. Just yeah, because it's episodic, yeah. and, and because we didn't play Anthem for fifty hours like every other Mass Effect game. <laughs> um, no, I. Our group doesn't play together anymore because we don't. We all like different things. Mm-hmm. And we, we don't need to, we need well to reform a group. No, not even that. It <laughs> yeah. does just not to,
0: play well together. <laughs> it's not even
1: that, because when we play a game together, we all have fun. We yeah. just need to reform around a new game, or we need to reform. We need to add more people that like more stuff. Because mm-hmm. right now, it's like eight people, and three of them like Destiny a lot. Mm-hmm. Two of them like Warframe a lot. A lot. Three of us like Apex a lot. And that means nobody likes. Ev- nobody. Yep. Not and, all of us like one thing. And
0: when when someone will come along and form a squad.
1: It's like, <sighs> you guys did okay. it to me and Ryan the other day. I know, but, but, but <laughs> we, it we was... We were playing Surviving Mars. And you were like, come play Warframe. Come play Warframe. Play Warframe. Come play Warframe. Come, come, come. And I when... went to go do it and it was uninstalled. And I literally, I seriously don't remember uninstalling
0: Ryan it. Ryan is, I appreciate you doing that. And Ryan is one of the best. He would hop on and play Sea of Thieves with us. He says, "I really don't want to, but but then he would end up having fun, you know. We would yeah, most of, of, of Taylor our gameplay the way he liked to do uh, it, which is so a lot bad. of murder and mayhem. I feel Mosho, so bad for Ben. Mosho got caught up. Uh, he didn't want to play at all, but he kind of wanted to hang out with us mm-hmm. t- as long as there was nobody else to play Destiny with or right. <laughs> Overwatch. And he would, and I think he got the bug.
1: Oh, Overwatch. See, like Destiny and Overwatch, <laughs> I don't care about anymore. No. They're so old. Yeah." Yeah, are well, so I'm, old.
0: I'm not going to even talk about Overwatch. I can't can't even go there. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> but you're absolutely right. And the reason why Ben and I started playing Warframe is because at that time, um, uh, uh, Tech and he and I were jumping on in the afternoon and playing an hour, hour and a half every day. And there wasn't anything we had in common. So we tried this and we tried that. We found Warframe, which was fine, but... but Tech said, no, it just takes too much work, and so he hopped off, so that's it how that started. We are <laughs> trying does. to find a game that all three of us could play.
1: See, like, for me, a game has to be rewarding and challenging, and I don't feel like Anthem understood that, mm-hmm. um, or, like, this conversation's gonna just be about multiple it's games, a, it's, but, it's, like, it's, yeah, I don't think Anthem or Warframe understood that initially. And I think Anthem has the opportunity to fix itself. I mean, look at oh, Rainbow Six Siege came out years ago, and it was like meh. And now it's one of the most played competitive multiplayer mm-hmm. shooters in the world. Um, because no it man's developed. no man's sky came out, and people mm-hmm. hated it because well, I played it played a little bit. It wasn't what they wanted, and mm-hmm. then it came back out. It came it, it re released with a big update on Xbox, and came out on Xbox. Uh, and included co-op and all sorts of stuff, and like that game's still around. It had a mm-hmm. resurgence, so there's a chance that Anthem gets yeah. its its yep. time, its day in the spotlight. We just have to.
0: We just have to. Boy, they got to fix a lot of stuff first because yeah. there's a lot
1: of potholes. Yeah. And their road to success. Yeah. Um, um,
0: do do you think there will be any puzzle type levels or? Um... <laughs> Mass Effect didn't really have any. Yeah. I mean, I really would like to see um, exploration and and a a little bit of problem solving in a game. And I can't remember the last time I really had that. I know I certainly don't get it. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, there's that element in Destiny. You need to
1: play the Uncharted games so badly. Yes,
0: I do. Because
1: they're just Tomb Raider. I love Tomb Raider. With better stories and better characters.
0: Okay, There's well... have puzzles and...
1: Oh, we're going
0: to we're gonna have to get me a we're PlayStation. Gonna we're going to have to do a whole season of Uncharted, but... Um, oh, yes. Yes yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I don't know. Have we beat this dead horse enough? Oh, I mean, we <sighs> love playing games together, and this one didn't really work out because you had other work to do, and I couldn't afford the game, and then you'd abandoned... Playing the game. Oh, don't so, blame this
1: on me. You abandoned it way before I did.
0: Well, <laughs> I wasn't going to invest in it if there wasn't anybody to play with. This is true. Yeah, and if you had found it entrancing, you would have. You would have convinced me.
1: I played a lot of it. I really did play a lot of that game. Uh, it just at some point I was just like, this is
0: not worth it. It's an investment.
1: Yeah, and we were it's supposed to get it. We're supposed time. to get more content and. Uh, evolving things, and I think the longer that they stay quiet, the smaller and smaller their community is going to get. Right, run silent, Wendy. Um
0: What? It, yeah. So, so we don't end this on a negative note. What are you playing these days? I'm pl- obviously playing Warframe, but I'm I'm getting kind of bored. I'm kind of shlogging along because
1: <laughs> you've been playing the same game for like <laughs> six months.
0: Well, I have challenges, but they're just. The, they're just so slow to yeah. build. Uh, the the characters, the uh, guns, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm really needing something to branch out onto. Well, I something. showed you Dauntless today. Yes, so Dauntless. I downloaded Dauntless, so I'll get back to you on that. But yeah, that looks interesting. Um, you liked I'm, that?
1: I, I think it's fun so far. I've only played with myself, so uh, I'll see how it goes with a squad of people. Because most of the time, I play too slow for people. I want to explore and do stuff. And mm-hmm. they're like, no, let's go, let's go, let's go. And... <sighs> that's aggravating. Then why me. don't you and
0: I play more? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Because you're playing Warframe too much. Um...
0: <laughs> By the time I get on, you're already involved in something. I think that's probably what it is. No,
1: it's the opposite. Okay. I get on at 1030 and you and Ben are an hour deep in Warframe and I'm like, I'll just leave So yeah. It.
0: <laughs> okay. I won't
1: interrupt them. Well, um... if
0: you want someone to, to poke around with and look under leaves and find caves and, and do things like that, I love doing that.
1: What are we going to do that in?
0: I don't know. Maybe don't listen. I don't know. What's a good exploration game I haven't done in a really long time? I really want that. I like puzzles. I like solving things. There's nothing quite like getting in a room and having really... absolutely no idea what it is you're going to have to do to interact to get the story to advance and bump around and pick up things and rub berries on bodies and things like that.
1: <laughs> that was a really, really specific you, you know said, what that's a is reference it, to? No, don't you? I don't.
0: King's Quest in the 1980s. Oh
1: man, yeah, no, I wasn't alive. I know, so,
0: but yeah. that it for a classic gamer is a, a,
1: a. You really, I really don't know why you didn't get into Assassin's Creed more.
0: Because I don't like to murder people. Personally, I like I I can I like shooting aliens. I like killing monsters, but to run up behind someone and slit their throat is just really detestable to me. I did it. I, I mean, I did it and I got into the
1: game. You don't have to kill people. You don't. You only have you only have to kill the bad guys.
0: Yeah. Bad guys. I know.
1: You should play SOS. You should play Origins. I the probably one should. in Egypt. I would probably love it. Cuz it's in, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible. Odin
0: is was playing that a lot. Yeah, well he's
1: been playing Odyssey too cuz yeah. that's the one in Greece that was too big for me to even finish. Uh yeah, we need to figure out how to. I and don't it's, know.
0: And it's solo. You don't have to, you know. And that's important because not a
1: lot yeah, they don't of people play a lot of single player games. For somebody that like likes yeah. to take things at your own pace, mm-hmm. after you beat the Half Life games, you kind of stop playing single player stuff. You were like, "Let's play Destiny and Sea of Thieves," and I'm like, oh, "Wait."
0: Well, because I like the social. I kind of need yeah, the social. Sure. But um, one of my
1: favorite things, though, is to play a single player game in a party with somebody else playing the same game. Because mm-hmm. you can sit there. It's like being on the phone with somebody and yeah. not saying anything. Well, <laughs> just liking that you the other person's on the other end. You just sit there for a minute, like
0: yeah, making
1: comments and sharing. so. What are you doing right now? Mm-mm. Like that. That that's a really comforting thing for me for some reason. And sometimes, not all the time, I don't just call people and like don't say anything.
0: Yeah. be quiet I'm playing a game what are, you, what are you doing right now
1: no um what
0: are you wearing no wait hold on
1: come on sorry right. yeah. right. sorry what are you wearing um,
0: what's the way you said it what are you doing right now <laughs>
1: that's
0: kind so, of creepy
1: so we're okay. we haven't even talked I mean we can wrap up but yeah. we haven't even talked about how worried we are about Bioware yeah right because and, like Andromeda wasn't great right and it is this was even worse. It's painful. And they're a studio that made Mass Effect. And what happens to Mass Effect if Bioware goes away? Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: they can't. They just simply can't. And for what it's worth... They're too worth, big to fail. For to, what it's worth... Coin a phrase from them.
1: <laughs> yeah. For what it's worth, Anthem sold more than like their last two games. So they made a lot of money from uh-huh. it initially. And so like, if you think about it the way Mass Effect 3 was where you had some paid DLC Mm -hmm. but it was all based on first sales because that's how the world was in 2012. Like, who knows? Maybe maybe they're doing fine and that's why they're being so quiet. Mm -hmm. They're restructuring and setting stuff up for success. I'm just worried that EA is such a awful company to think of anymore recently because of like them closing studios and forcing studios to use the dice or the frostbite engine and all sorts of stuff and Mm -hmm. so like ea publishing bioware sucks and if bioware were to separate from ea that would be awesome Mm -hmm. there's rumors going around that microsoft is gonna buy bioware from ea because bioware and microsoft had a really good relationship with like knights of the old republic and the first mass effect which were Xbox exclusive games?
0: Yeah, that would be kind of brilliant.
1: And if Microsoft and if xbox little oh, words! Yeah, if if Microsoft were to be like, "Hey, come here, make your own engine, and uh, make games exclusive for Xbox."
0: Can I just Oof. share one thing? Though? Let me just jump in.
1: Nope. I, okay. <laughs>
0: Time's up. <There> <laughs> well, i was just gonna say um, the and I just went totally blank. The studio that produces Warframe in Canada. Is. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Um, you'll look it up for me while yeah, I stumble around. One of the things I really love is their generosity to their fans. They have...
1: Digital extremes.
0: Digital extremes. They have um, They have listened. They have dated. They have re- re-released. They constantly are interacting with their fans. They're so they've responsive. they dated their fans? They what?
1: You said they've dated.
0: Interacting.
1: You said they're interacting, they've dated, released.
0: That's not what I
1: You meant just, like they've put dates on things for release. Uh, but, I don't know
0: what I meant to say. Um, yeah, we'll have I'm to go just, back and I'm replay making, that. I'm just making jokes. So any. My jokes all they, suck, obviously. Maybe they have. That's not what I meant to say. They've but, dated their players. Um, I think they are really... Um, in, we're talking about studio failures.
1: Sure, I, sure. I
0: think that... This studio is what it's all about. They have stayed Mm -hmm. true to their vision and been faithful whether, you know, everybody doesn't like it. It's not for everybody. They have stayed so faithful to their vision and grown and added and expanded. But they've stayed really human and very accessible to their fans. And so I'm only saying that not to defend the game, but to defend the the. Production well, no. company that built it. I think the it.
1: game is incredible, mm-hmm. honestly. But I do. I, but it, I just don't like it. <laughs> that's right. But I'm just. I, I, yeah, studios. Right. You're right. And I yeah. think the biggest difference there is that Digital Extremes is publishing their own game.
0: Right. And they're small. They've kept it small. Yeah. And, and Bioware should. So Bioware
1: should still sure. be small. Yes. Yes. But EA, I EA so brought agree. them up and EA's yes. giving them all these restrictions yes. based on fiscal I year so schedules. I so agree. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes.
0: Yeah, so we, have, you know, we may. Well, it like I said, we, oh. it's unthinkable that we could um we could lose them they can't let's just let's do a let's do a campaign they can't we can't lose them
1: no. um, um, so I'm gonna find what are you looking at uh in this article about why where, where anthem went wrong uh uh-huh. Schreier talks about using the frostbite engine, which is something anthem or e a forced
0: Force them to use, yeah, yeah,
1: this is <laughs> I'm going to read a little bit from Schreier's piece to wrap us up. Okay. Just to make you read. Look how many times Frostbite is mentioned in yeah, these two paragraphs. Yeah, So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the question that's put before this is, yeah, the explanation for this lag can be summed up in one word, a word that has plagued many of EA's studios for years now, most notably Bioware and the now defunct Visceral Games, a word that can still evoke a mocking smile or sad grimace, anyone who spent time with it that word of course is frostbite now listen to this quote from a former bioware employee (laughs) frostbite is full of razor blades
0: (laughs) what the heck does that mean (laughs) dangerous danger danger warning yeah and so to go on
1: (laughs) frostbite frostbite is like an in-house engine with all the problems that entails it's poorly documented hacked together and so on with all of the problems of an externally sourced engine nobody you could nobody you actually work with designed it so you don't know why this thing works the way it does <laughs> and know. why it's named the way it is oh my gosh
0: i mean can you just just feel the chaos in that statement
1: part of the problem part of the, the trouble disconnect oh yeah part of the trouble was you could do enough in the engine to hack it to show that it was po- show what was possible but then get to the get the investment behind it to get it actually done took a lot longer and in some cases you'd run into a brick wall then you'd realize oh my god <laughs> we can we can do this only if we reinvent the wheel which is going to take too long it's yeah. sometimes difficult to know when to cut and run
0: it kind of makes my stomach churn just to hear that and yeah. that's, that is, that is very um exp- explanatory um why don't we quit bashing and say something positive and and move on so we can um, so we can send people home feeling good? Let's say something that's good.
1: overrated. That's overrated.
0: Oh, <laughs> isn't that what we are? Just a
1: I don't want to. I don't want pat- to. I don't want to patronize podcast. them. No, I don't. No, wanna, I don't, don't want to patronize them. Like this game. Art
0: direction is beautiful.
1: <sighs>
0: um, what Until else? you get close. Do you get close to it? Okay.
1: Oh yeah, if you're flying around it's in, it's incredible. When it really you stop isn't. and look around, you're mm-hmm. like, this is
0: You're flying this over okay. this kind of a um, lush,
1: rocky almost tropical. Yeah. Um, no, it's a pretty game. Very uh, it's game. super fun to shoot stuff, even if the stuff that you shoot doesn't really take a lot of skill to kill. Um
0: A lot of banging away. And
1: there are moments, Mm -hmm. there are legitimate moments in this game Mm -hmm. that are not replicable in any other game. Mm -hmm. Being able to jump and fly underneath a bridge and come up on the other side to help a buddy who's doing something felt so distinctly Avengers to me. (laughs) Um,
0: What a great feeling.
1: And like... More of
0: that. Are you listening? That's that's still there.
1: That's still there. That's the problem. The problem Mm -hmm. is that's not enough.
0: (laughs) I can't... Yeah.
1: Um...
0: Well, not for sixty bucks.
1: And we'll see what happens,
0: though. <laughs> okay. Like
1: that, we might get content. We might get more content, and if we do, all of this becomes kind of a moot point. Yeah. If we get more content that's good. Okay. And it, and it redeems it, then it redeems it. And mm. I still have faith that it's possible. Make sure because... make
0: sure BioWare gets tagged when we. <laughs> oh, they've
1: they haven't heard what we've said in this podcast more than a hundred times. A bazillion in... times, yes. Yeah. Like
0: not like we're saying it any better than anybody else, but anyway. Yeah. Okay, there you go folks.
1: No more BioWare. No more. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, I've been dreading finished it. talking about it. Okay. <laughs> High five. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ta-da! We did yeah. it. That's our that's our summation of the uh, all the games that we've played, the BioWare games. And we're going to take a um a quick break and we're going to make a <laughs> deep, emotional, heartfelt, heart-rending.
1: You got to forgive my grandmother's uh turn. Uh forgetting to remember that these are going to be separate episodes. No, I know it, but I mean, I'm just... We're going to take a brief moment, and we'll see you again in two weeks. No. With the next episode.
0: That's brief. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was referring to. Yeah, yeah, We are going to take a turn on the next episode. Yeah,
1: so this was supposed to be the season finale, but... um, We decided... I don't even want to spoil it. No. Something else came up um, that we knew was coming up. And we wanted to do something for, and we decided to put this episode before yes, it instead so. of after it. So, good.
0: because we didn't want to leave on a sour note either.
1: Yeah, so this yes. is the end of the Bioware uh, part of the season. We've got one more special episode to wrap us up coming yep. up after this. Um, and then we will start talking details for season two when we want to, because yes. we get to tell you when that happens. Yes. Um, it's going to be so exciting. We've already got release dates planned. <laughs> yep. And... We, production schedules written up, so we are. S- but
0: so we are determined. Yeah, we know the dates. Yes, yes.
1: Just, just you know, hang with us, guys. With us, more yeah.
0: stuff to come, good stuff to come. Yeah, and more family fun and frolics. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want a tattoo. I want a T-shirt that says "Family Fun and Frolics" on it.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, it's been great. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed listening.
1: Thanks for letting us vent about how we were all disappointed with <laughs> Anthem <laughs> not that you haven't heard it um, but yeah we'll be back yeah, in back. a couple weeks yeah with a special episode um, and you should bring a tissues. couple of tissues <laughs>
0: everybody wah, wah, but the best
1: it's way happy and sad yeah. all of that alright everybody take
0: it easy adios Good boy thumbs up thumbs up